everybody, this is Bob Bro. Welcome to the Best Old Time Radio Podcast. Before we get started tonight, uh, I'd just like to make a little announcement. This will be the final Best Old Time Radio daily podcast. I haven't made up my mind about the Weekend Archive show. We may continue putting that up for a while. Um, before any of you that know me or any of you that have been regular listeners for a long time and regularly communicate with me by email, I am not sick. Uh, my wife is not sick. Uh, I just have a time issue. The uh, amount of time it takes to do this show uh, is just becoming too prohibitive. Uh, my health is fine. In fact, actually, I, other than some effects of age, I haven't been in much better shape than I am now. I've just lost over the last uh, six, six and a half months, 50 pounds, and I'm swimming for a, just about an hour every day, and that is part of the problem. I need to keep that up, and I have run out of places to take that time. I'll be going back to work next week as school opens on the 23rd, And with the extra swimming, many of you know I'm a serious Bible student and I try to spend a certain amount of time each day reading and meditating on the Bible. And that has been getting a short change and I can't have that happen. Something's got to give. It's got to be this show. Now, I've done this show for many, many, many years, since uh, 2008, I think it is. And uh, I love doing it. But I have never made a dime off of it. That's not why I've done it. I've done it as a labor of love. But looking at priorities, this is the thing that has to, because it takes too much time. It takes me generally about two hours to do a half an hour show. And uh, sometimes it even takes me longer than that, sometimes up to three hours. In fact, it's probably closer to three hours. Uh, there's just a lot of preparation that I have to do. So anyway, it's with uh, kind of a heavy heart and also a big sigh of relief that I've just decided this weekend that uh, this is going to be my last show. And what we're going to play for you today is an episode of the Jack Benny Show that we would have played on the Archive Show. In fact, it is playing uh, this weekend on Yesterday USA. Okay, let's listen to the show and I'll say goodbye on the other side. Something familiar. Something peculiar. Something for everyone. A comedy tonight. Something appealing. Something appalling. Something for everyone. A comedy tonight. Nothing with kings. Nothing with crowns. Bring on the lovers, liars, and clowns. Situation. No complications. Nothing portentous or polite. Okay, the fun continues now because we have coming up for you a really memorable uh, episode of the Jack Benny Show. This one originally aired on the 6th of March in 1949. I've mentioned before that one of my favorite bits that Benny did was uh, his relationship with Ronald and Benita Coleman. And they really played it for all it's worth. You recall that uh, in real life, the Colemans were not 
Benny's next door neighbors. They lived about six blocks away, from what I understand. But the writers ran across this uh, gag, and they just had so much fun with it. And so that's what we're going to feature tonight. This is an episode where Jack is going to the races, uh, bet on the horses, with Ronald and Benita Coleman. And this is just a treasure of an episode. It is funny as can be. And another one of my favorite bits with Jack Benny is with uh, Sheldon Leonard. You know, the, hey, hey, come here. Oh, it is funny. And Sheldon Leonard is in this one. And in fact, the um, bit that they do in this one with Sheldon Leonard is parodied in in later uh, Benny shows, in later Benny episodes. Okay, here we go. At the races with Ronald and Benita Coleman. The Lucky Strike Program, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the Sportsman Quartet, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, once every year, Jack Benny decides to tempt fate by going out to Santa Anita for the races. Yesterday was that day. So let's go back and pick up Jack and Rochester in the car. Gee, Rochester, I can't wait to get to the racetrack. Me too, boss. It's a good idea starting early. We miss all the heavy traffic. Uh Uh-huh. You know, Rochester, it's such a beautiful day. Let's put the top down. The top is down. Then why is it so dark? We ain't out of the garage yet. <laughs> oh, 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 well, let's hurry. Don't, uh, don't drive too fast, Rochester. I won't, boss. Yeah, da dee da dum, da dee da dum, da dum, da dee da dum. Say, Rochester, there's a house that looks just like mine. It is yours. We ain't out of the driveway yet. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. Well, let's get going. Ah, this is the life. Top-down, beautiful day, balmy weather, sunshine. It sure is swell. It sure is. You know, Rochester, sunshine is the... Uh Uh-oh. I think it's going to rain. I don't think so, boss. Then why did it get so dark? The car slipped into reverse. We're back in the garage again. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake, Rochester, we'll never get to Santa Anita. Now, come on, we've got to pick up Miss Livingston. <laughs> Rochester, there's Miss Livingston's house. You better start putting on the brakes. The brakes wore out last week. No brakes? And how do you stop the car? You know that chain I've got up here with the hook on the end of it? Yes. Well, I drop it through the floorboards and pray for an open manhole. <laughs> well, now, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Congratulate me, boss. I hooked one. <laughs> Good, good. Hmm, Miss Livingston said she'd be waiting out in the front for me. Rochester, honk the horn. Yes, sir. 
With that... With that... With that horn, she must know it's me. Either you or the hit parade. See, what's keeping her? I'll go up to the door. Gee, I haven't seen Mary since she went to Palm Springs last week. Ah, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Sorry I kept you waiting. Oh, that's all right. But Mary, it's such a beautiful day. Why are you wearing that heavy fur coat? Oh, darn it. I thought I was still in Palm Springs. (laughs) Oh, was it cold in Palm Springs? Only the night. How were the days? Rainy. Oh. No, really? No, just kidding, Jack. We had wonderful weather. And you know, I stayed at the racket club. Oh, yes, yes. Who all was there, Mary? Well, there was Robert Taylor, Frank Sinatra, Walter Pigeon, and Gregory Peck. Well, you must have had a lot of fun. No, it was dull. Dull? With Taylor, Sinatra, Pigeon, and Peck? Yeah, I can't understand it. Who else was there? Mrs. Taylor, Mrs. Sinatra, Mrs. Pigeon, and Mrs. Peck. Oh, well, I can understand it, kid. <laughs> well, come on, Mary. We'll be late for the races. Hello, Rochester. Hello, Miss Livingston. Let's get going. Start the car, Rochester. Yes, sir. The, uh, the motor is flooded. It's got, it's got too much gas. Shall I throw it over my shoulder and burp it? <laughs> Never mind the wisecracks. Try it again, Rochester. Yes, sir. It started. It started. Off we go into the wild blue yonder. <laughs> Now, Rochester, turn to the left and follow this road uh, clear to the track. Yes, sir. You know, Mary, there's a horse I've been watching all season, and I'm sure it's going to win today. Uh, Which one? Audacious Man. Audacious Man is one of the greatest horses. (laughs) Was was that a blowout? It wasn't the whistler. (laughs) How do you like that? It's the right rear. How could that tire blow out? The tube in it is practically new. Practically new? Yes. Boss, that tube's been fixed eight times with ten vulcanizing, four band-aids, and a Dr. Scholl's fan. <laughs> Never mind that. Just change the tire. Okay. I don't know why it is, but everything has to happen to me. Just once I want to go to the races and... Hey, what happened to the hot rod? Oh, look. Jack, it's Phil. Yeah, Mary, put down the jack and wave to him. <laughs> (laughs) 
How are you, Phil? Fine, Livy. What's up? Got a flat? Yes, Phil. Fortunately, my car was going slow. It would have been dangerous if it had blown out while we were going 70 or 80 miles an hour. Oh, Dad, stop bragging. It's only us. <laughs> hmm. Where are you going, Phil? To Santa Anita? No, I'm going to Pasadena to visit Sammy, my drummer. He was in a little accident the other night. Sammy was in an accident? What happened? Well, the boys in the band were having a party, and when Sammy left, he was hit by a car while crossing the street. Gee, was it his fault? Well, it might have been. He was crossing on his hands and knees. (laughs) Oh, fine. Phil, how many times have I told you and Sammy and Remley to behave yourselves? Why, it was only last Saturday that I gave Sammy a lecture. Well, he took it to heart. Yesterday, he joined Alcoholics Unanimous. (laughs) That's anonymous. Alcoholics Anonymous. No, it's unanimous. My whole band joined with him. (laughs) Well, for once, you're right. Hey, I'd like to go to the races with you, but I gotta run along. Say, Phil, maybe you'd like me to uh, bet a little something for you. You know, there's a good horse called Audacious Man. I'm going to bet $5 on it. Well, in that case, I think I'll go to Santa Anita myself. Uh, Phil, I thought you said you couldn't go. I know, Livy, but if Jackson is going to bet five bucks on a horse, I want to see how many extra legs it's got. <laughs> oh, stop being so smart, Phil. So long, plunger. See you later, then. <laughs> Gee, Phil sure drives a beautiful car. Alice must be nuts about him. <laughs> now, let's get at that tire. It's all fixed, boss. I changed it while you were talking to Mr. Harris. Good, good. Then let's get going. <laughs> See, I hope we won't miss any of the races. Ladies and gentlemen, the fifth race was a photo finish. We'll have the results in one moment. Oh, gosh, Jack, we missed five races already. Well, I don't care. I'm only interested in the sixth one. Say, Mary, let's go out and get a hot dog. But, Jack, we're in the clubhouse. Let's have lunch here. Well. <laughs> All right. A waiter. Waiter. Yeah. <laughs> We'd, uh, we'd like to get something to eat. Uh, what would you suggest? A bib. You look like the sloppy type. <laughs> Never mind that. Now, what, uh, what can we get in a hurry? Well, we have roast pork, corned beef, leg of lamb, sirloin tips, and bacon and eggs. And bacon and eggs sound good. Are the eggs fresh? Ooh, are they? <laughs> I'll have that. Uh, Mary, uh, how, uh, how about you, Mary? Would you like bacon and eggs? Ooh, would I? <laughs> Mary, uh, just bring us our orders, waiter, uh, as quickly as you can. Uh, yes, sir, and I'll seat you at that table over there. That's number one. Table number one? Thank you. Now, Mary, let's look over that list of entries for the next race. I want to see if... Hey, Bud. Bud. <laughs> Huh? Come here a minute. 
me? Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, Mr. Mary. Uh, what is it? You gonna eat here? Yeah. What table? Table one. Uh-uh. <laughs> what? Take number nine. Why? What's wrong with table one? Bad position. It's on the rail. <laughs> number nine is on the outside. You won't get boxed in. <laughs> Well, look, uh, I'm very happy with well, table think one. Think it over, bud. Number one is a card table. A card table? Yeah, yeah. If it carries too much weight, its legs will fold. <laughs> Gee, I never thought of that. Now, now look at the breeding on table number nine. The breeding? It's by Bite's Eye Maple out of Grand Rapids. <laughs> Gosh, I didn't even think they knew each other. Get wise, bud. Think it over. Okay, okay. Thanks for the tip. Say, Mary. Mary, have you, have you decided yet what horse you're going Ladies to... Ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, the last race was a photo finish, but you won't know the results till tomorrow. That's strange. The picture turned out so good that we've decided to show it at your neighborhood theater. Hmm. Mary, have you figured out yet what horse you're going to... You're bacon and eggs already. I put them on table number one. Number one. Do you think I'm a sucker? Put it on number nine. Number nine? Yes, number nine. Okay, okay. You make me sick. Well, you're no health resort for me either. <laughs> now, come on, Mary. When we finish eating, we'll walk around. There are probably a lot of people around here we know. Uh, Benita, may I have your pencil? Here you are, Ronnie. I'm so glad you brought me to the races today. This is my first time, you know. Yes, yes, I know. Now, let's see. In this next race... And, darling, I... did you notice the women? Most of them are wearing some lovely Sarah, things. Benita, please, please. I'm trying to pick a horse for the next race. But, Ronnie, you don't have to do all that figuring. Um... Why not just bet on the winner? Just, <laughs> just bet on the winner? Well, certainly. Isn't horse racing like wrestling? Don't they know ahead of time? <laughs> Now, darling, you see, horse racing is a sport. Wrestling is just something they use to sell television sets. <laughs> uh, Benita, uh, would you like some coffee? I'm not going into the clubhouse with you carrying that Oscar under your arm. That's just it. We won't have to go to the restaurant for coffee. That's why I brought my Oscar. What? Well, you see, the head screws off. I made it into a thermos bottle. <laughs> Darling, you shouldn't have done that. It was quite an honor winning the Academy Award. By the way, what picture do you think will win this year? Oh, I don't know, Benita. There are so many good ones to choose from. There's Johnny Belinda, Treasure of Sierra Madre, Hamlet. What about Nightmare There's... Alley? Oh, Nightmare Alley is not a new picture. 
No, they took the horn blows at midnight and ran it backwards. <laughs> oh, let's see. I just can't decide on a horse for this next race. Well, Ronnie, why don't you bet on the horse that Mervyn Leroy told you about? Oh, yeah, yes, yes. He gave me early bird. And he knows horses. Yes, and look, it's, it's a long shot, too. Well, that settles it. That's the horse I'm going to bet on, early bird. Good for you. Oh, my, what a big crowd here today. Oh, seems as though every one we... Oh, Ronnie. <laughs> what is it, Benita? Look to your left, six hours over. Who is it? Jack Benny. What? <laughs> do if he sees us. I don't know about you, Benita, but I'm going down to the starting gate and run around the track. <laughs> well, shake hands with your jockey. <laughs> no, look, Benita, are you sure that's Benny? Let's have a look through those field glasses. Yes, yes, it's Jack, all right. You're looking through the wrong end. I know what I'm doing, darling. It puts him farther away from me. <laughs> Is Mary with him? I, I don't know. I just lost him in the crowd. Say, Jack, the next race will be on a few minutes. Aren't you going to make your bet? Yes, Mary. Five bucks on Audacious Man. Hello, Mr. Benny. Hello, Mary. Hello, Dennis. Dennis. I didn't know you came to the races. Oh, sure. I just cleaned up on a horse in the fourth race. Number 12. Number 12? What was the horse's name? Who cares about his name? It's the number that's important. That's my system. You've, uh, you've got a system? Yeah. Well, Dennis, according to your system, how come you bet on number 12? Well, I took the jockey's weight, which is 105, and then I divided it by three because this is the third month of the year, and that makes 35. Uh-huh. And then I subtracted my age, which is 26, and 26 from 35 leaves 9. Uh-huh. And then I added 3 and bet on number 12. Wait a minute, Dennis. I followed you all the way down to 9. Why did you add 3? How else can you get to 12? You shouldn't be here at all. You don't know anything about horses. Oh, don't be too sure about that, toots. <laughs> I know all about races and betting. I follow every racetrack in the country. Oh, you know all about betting, eh? Well, let me ask you something. What's a mutual? That's a network that didn't offer you a job. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I didn't think you'd know. Well, say, Mr. Benny, I meant to tell you, you were sensational on the Ford Theater Friday night. Simply wonderful. Oh, did you hear it, kid? No. <laughs> then who told you how good I was? You did. Oh, yes, yes. Come on, let's go over to the $5 window, Mary, and... Hey. Hey, Mary, look down there. Where? Down that aisle. Isn't that Ronnie and Benita Coleman? Oh, yes. Well, come on, let's go over and talk to them. Jack, they came to the track to, enjo to enjoy themselves, and I'll leave them alone. But, Mary, if they knew I was here and didn't stop to say hello, they'd be heartbroken. <laughs> now, come on, right down this aisle. 
Gee, Ronnie is handsome. I wonder how I'd look in a mustache. Well, they they don't look good on everybody. Now, take my sister, babe. (laughs) Oh, be quiet. Your sister, babe. Hello, Benita. Hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. Why, Ronnie, look who's here. Oh, hello, Ronnie. Aren't you surprised at meeting me here? Oh, am I? <laughs> you know, you know, Ronnie, there must be a hundred people here that I know, and yet I just had to come over and say hello to you. Well, thank you, Jack. Now, don't keep the other 99 waiting. <laughs> oh, I can see them later. Say, Ronnie, what horse are you going to bet on? out on the track are the horses for the sixth race. Ronnie, have you picked your horse yet for the next race? Uh, yes, Jack. Come here a minute. Huh? Who are you betting on? Early bird. Uh-uh. <laughs> what? Early bird hasn't got him. Jack! Mary, I'm only going to tell him to bet on my horse. Look, Ronnie, forget about Early Bird and put your money on Audacious Man. He'll win by eight lengths. Ah, Jack, my mind is made up. I'm going to play Early Bird. But look, Ronnie, it's silly to come out here and just bet on any horse, especially after driving six hours to get to the track. Well, in my car, it's 40 minutes. (laughs) Gee. Look, Ronnie, I've been studying these horses all season. I know what I'm talking about. Audacious man can't lose. Oh, I'm sorry, Jack, but I'm betting on early bird. Well, okay, Ronnie, it's your dough. But don't say I didn't tell you. The horses are nearing the starting gate. Well, I'm going up the window to make my bet. Five dollars on the nose. Now, if you girls will excuse me, I'll go up and place my bet, too. Ronnie. Yes, Benita? Jack Benny is betting five dollars on Audacious Man. I know. Well, Ronnie, if Jack bet five dollars on a horse, he must know something. Well, no, I don't care. I'm going to stick with early bird. But, darling, think of it. Jack Benny betting five dollars. Benita, maybe you're right. I'll take his advice and play audacious man. I'll be back. Benita, it's fun coming to the races once in a while, isn't it? Yes, I've enjoyed it tremendously. In fact, Ronnie and I are making a day of it. On the way home, we're stopping off for dinner at the Sportsman's Lodge. The Sportsman's Lodge? Jack is having dinner there, too. Oh, well, uh, please don't mention it in front of Ronnie. I've got my heart set on going. (laughs) The horses are in the starting gate. Well, I did it, Benita. I bet on Jack's horse. A hundred dollars on Audacious Man. Good. Now they're all lined up. They'll start as soon as they can quiet Autocrat. He's a little fractious. He's dancing around a bit. Whoops, he backed out of the gate. Now he's dancing back into the gate. As you know, Autocrat was trained by Arthur Murray. Say, this is exciting. And there they go. Going into the first turn, it's Hitwood in front. Naturalist, second, straddlist, third, early bird is fourth, and audacious man. Come on, come on, audacious man. Ronnie, stop waving your ass. A coffee is coming out of its ear. <laughs> I wonder what happened to Jack. Coming around the far turn, it's still Hitwood in front. Naturalist, second, straddlist, third, audacious man is now fourth by half a length, and hell it's Come on, audacious man. Audacious man! Driving down the home stretch, it's straddle in front. Here I am, kids. 
Fetch with a second on Ace's man a third, and here comes Trip McCann early bird. Come on, come on! And now, coming into the finish stretch, it's Straddle, Triple Kid, and Hedgewood. And coming up fast on the outside, it's Early Bird. It's Straddle and Early Bird. It's Straddle and Early Bird. Now Early Bird is pounding hard. They cross the finish line, and it's Early Bird, the winner by half the length. Ronnie! Ronnie, we won! We won! What do you mean, we won? I bet on your horse, Early Bird. You what? Jack, do you mean that when you left here, you didn't bet on Audacious Man? No, you talked me out of it. <laughs> Ronnie. Ronnie, what are you so unhappy about? Jack Benny, I bet on the horse you gave me. You did? Ronnie, how could you be so silly? Ooh. Benita, you shouldn't have done that. He's wearing glasses. Well, I don't blame her. Ladies and gentlemen, the American Heart Association is in need of $5 million to carry on their fight against the nation's leading cause of death. This money is needed to develop more local heart association, which will serve the community by unifying all local medical, nursing, and welfare services into one effective program. So please send your contributions to your local heart association or the American Heart Association, Box 500, New York City. Open your heart. Give to fight heart disease. Thank you. Ronnie, what's the difference if you did lose? We had fun here at the races. I don't mind losing, Benita, but why did I let Benny talk me into betting on his horse? I should have my head examined. And now, coming across the line of finish is Audacious Man! <laughs> Go on, you glue-pot. Your mother wears blinkers. <laughs> I told, I told you that was a funny episode. At the Races with Ronald and Benita Coleman. And the following week, that one aired on uh, the 3rd of uh, March, or excuse me, the 6th of March in 49. Always, always one of our favorites it, 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 growing up in my house. And my dad used to just laugh at him and laugh at him. And it's funny, his humor stands the test of time. Uh, not so much so with like Fred Allen. Or certain other other shows, other comedians, but but the Jack Benny humor is just as funny. And I like Fred Allen too. And and, and listening to uh, some of his shows are still funny, but they're aged. You know, uh, so much of his uh, humor was topical, and so much of it was uh, political, and pointed at things that were going on in the day. And and that makes it very interesting. But the humor doesn't stand up as well. You know, some of it does. The, the human nature type stuff. But Benny, that's what his humor was. It was all human nature. Love Jack Benny. Right, everybody. Um, I guess that's going to do it. I will keep all of the shows up on uh, SoundCloud. 
and they should be available through your podcast service for a while. I've got over a year, year and a half these uh, daily shows. And then, of course, I've got an awful lot of archive shows, and I will probably continue putting those up on the weekend. So you will hear from me uh, once a week. Be, uh, I didn't do one this weekend. That's why I feel free. I felt free to play this Jack Benny show. All right. Anything else I need to say? Well, it's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. I always kind of dreamed of doing this daily podcast. Our listening audience uh, kept going up until about the last month or so. It kind of leveled off. And to be honest, the only way to increase the audience size is to get, get out and do more promotion which I could do, I pretty much know how to do it, but that takes more time. And time is too precious a a commodity, and I need to set my priorities straight. So it's been wonderful being with you folks. It's been wonderful uh, reading the comments you send to me and uh, also the comments that you post online. All of those things are are wonderful. You can also go into the best old, uh, or the name of the website is bestoldtimeradio.com. And you can go in there and listen to all of the shows uh, that we have done the uh, over the last year, year and a half. So, and now I'm going to get choked up. All right. For the last time, this is Bob Bro, And I really am so glad you stopped by. And I really am so glad that I met you. Oh.
Forever 